to another episode of the Billy and T-Hat Show. I am T-Hat. And I'm Billy. And we're going to talk about whatever we want because it's our show and not... And we're adults. And whoever said that needs to reevaluate what that means. (laughs) Right? Um, Yeah. Here's the interesting part. Um, I had to take a pain pill. Uh, Uh... a pain relief pill, and it's prescribed, so you know that it causes dizziness and all that. I yes. feel like I feel like I'm drunk right now. So this is going to really? be an interesting. Yeah, well, I'm on Lyrica. Lyrica makes me feel like I'm drunk. Um, so this is going to be an interesting show. I can't wait now. You got me excited to see what kind, what Luffy Travis is going to say. <laughs> Uh, there is there are no limits to what Loopy Travis is gonna say. Um, that is awesome. I had an urge past oh, few no, days. Not this again. Last time we had a censor. What what's going on here? I had an urge that <laughs> I. It's kind of hard to explain. I you decided like Kool Aid Man go around breaking into people's walls, yelling, "Oh yeah." Oh, yeah. That'd be epic. <laughs> no, so what's going on? Um, I had this, I guess I could call it an urge, to forgive all the people that have done wrong to me. Oh, yeah, okay. Can you, like, what, what started this process? I don't know. It was just like an urge, like, I felt like I had so many grudges against people that I felt shackled. I felt like a prisoner of my own hatred, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I decided, F it. I'm just going to tell these people, you know what? Whatever you've done to me, I forgive you. Um, You don't even need to apologize. I am over the... I'm 39 years old. I am over the high school BS that, oh, I'm not going to talk to you because this, that, and the other. Sorry, I'm 39 years old, and I'm I'm too old for that. And I should have realized that a long time ago. So... Yeah. My thing is, is I told them, if you, if you feel some sort of way about me, that feeling, A, is not mutual, and B, that's all on you. Because as far as I'm concerned, we're cool. Okay. I mean, how do I say it? I think sometimes the best thing to do is just to move on, not really think about it. If they reach out and they are genuine, then it's like, okay, otherwise, you kind of live and learn, and some people you just learn that, you know, maybe they're not the worst person, 
but I still have a feeling that I shouldn't be around them anymore. So sometimes you just have to be able to say I'm over whatever they did, but I'm also going to keep my distance, but not like hold it against them because some people just being around their energy is not good. And so sometimes you have to be able to say, okay, I'm letting it all out or whatever. Let's let it go. Move on. But at the same time, you're not going to be my best friend either. You have to, you have to be realistic about it. Exactly. And, um, I've had, I've reached out to all the people that, you know, have done me wrong and that have had a grudge against. Man, all 836 of them? All 836 of them. All right. That's what I've been doing all day. 836 people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) some have responded and we've had a great conversation today. Some have not responded, and I'm willing to call that a loss. Um, I don't, just because I forgive these people, it does not make, it doesn't excuse what they did at first. And number two, I have to do it so I can move on with my life. You know what? Yeah, and sometimes it's just like, you know what, I want this to end. Right. In a better way, at least you can say, I put the effort out to move on. If they chose not to, that's on them. It's their loss. Right. It is their loss. But you don't want to walk around with that weight. Right. And number three, just because I forgive them and I'm letting that guard down, that doesn't mean that we're going to be friends. That doesn't mean that they're going to be in my life. It just means that I'm moving on. You're moving on, and you're allowing the converse, a conversation to happen if they choose. Right. I leave it open-ended. Okay. I tell them, there you go. I tell them if there's anything you want to say, feel free to hit me up. But as far as I'm concerned, we're cool. Okay. Awesome. So, um, I've had a lot of positive feedback on that. And I have had some that didn't give me any feedback on that. And like I said, I'm willing to call that a loss. Like, if they don't want to respond to me, if they feel this hatred against me, okay, whatever. And that's kind of the attitude that I've got to have. As a 39-year-old, it's like, whatever. Like, Hell, I'm at 29, and I'll be 30 next month, and I'm just like, I don't want to walk around with that. So it's just like, I just try to, um, there have been people who, maybe it was petty stuff, or maybe it wasn't, but it's just like, there have been some people where I just realized they weren't the best of people for me to be around. It's not like they did, like, anything super bad. It was just like a series of events that kind of made us grow apart and either we try to reconcile or it was just to the point where you don't want this. It just isn't going to work at all. And it's time to go on. Right. Or you have those people that, um, and I lost my train of thought. That is kind of like a recurring theme on this show. I go into something and then blue boom, my mind 
you know, hey, goes blank. You're fine. I'm gonna get ARP letters to you next week. Fine. <laughs> We're gonna make sure you're taken care of. Okay. Oh God, <laughs> I I hope like AARP no, okay, come rescue me. Thing. People have brain farts. I have what I call brain fart days. It'll be something like I lot like okay. I'll give you an example here. I can remember at the I rent an apartment now, and I don't have this issue now. But I rented a house with a friend, some friends of mine. There were three. There were two of us, and there were three, and there were two, and there were three. Kind of in and out of different people. But anyways, I it was winter time, so it was really cold, and I went to go to my car, and I was going to. Oh, I know what I was doing. I was going to go um, visit. Oh no, I wasn't. I was going to go to the gas station. Because I had to work the next morning. So a lot of times I'll go the day before and fill up on gas. And I was going to get a coffee whatever. Because it was pumpkin spice season. And I'm that basic bitch. So <laughs> I get in the car. And I, I'm, I had to say it. Everybody calls me. And I call myself. They call me basic bro. Whatever. And that's going to lead to another story in a second. But I went to go to my car. And I, I forgot something in the house. And all of a sudden I realized I locked myself out. Couldn't find the keys anywhere. So I called my landlord. Her husband was out of town. She was sick. So I ruled that out. Well, the only other option was to get a ride to go over there. And she would just leave an extra key on the porch for me at her house. So I call my friend's dad. He comes and picks me up. Look at it. It was on the washer. I had started, I had put laundry from the washer to the dryer and I had left my key on there. And I've had that happen. And keep in mind, we went through like two or three spare keys that I somehow lost within like six months. And then what else? Wow. I, I had another brain fart day where, or this wasn't a brain fart day. That story I was telling me about in college. I had an, a, class it was like for teachers it was to working with special needs kids and going through like different processes you may deal with so i go to class and we're sitting there outside i'm all we're always a little bit early and i'm drinking starbucks coffee and my my classman goes what do you got i go oh i got pumpkin spice she goes oh where are your up boots at you basic and i'm like i oh, sorry i left in my apartment but now I, I haven't done that as much i think it's because back then i had a roommate that didn't get along with, and I felt like I had to tiptoe around him. So, like a lot of times, I was just stressed, and I wouldn't leave my room unless I and I would go out just to get away for a while. Like I would go to the grocery store and instead of going to the one in town, I would go 15 minutes to the next town just to get out of the house for a while. Now yeah. that I have my own apartment again and I have my own space, I go in town or out of town, but I kind of do my own thing now. So I think it was just the combination of tiptoeing around the roommate. I think that really. Really, when you're not comfortable with living with certain people, then I think that that's when you have to say, it's probably better for me to live by myself. If you don't feel comfortable living with another person, then, you know, it probably isn't the best thing. I lucked out. I don't have to tiptoe around my roommate. He and I are like two peas in a pod. So usually when I go out, he goes out with me. So... I mean, it's to the point where people thought that he was my partner, and I'd have to explain to them, no, he's straight. He he's just one of my best friends. Um, okay, so you guys get together two peas in a pot. We got together like trying to blend in, wearing a yellow coat 
and purple pants and like pink tennis shoes. Like that is how we got along. It was so bad. What? The it, it didn't go together at all. Like that's my analogy for it. It's really, it's really pretty weird. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about you dressed that way. It's like what? No, like, no, hell no. You want to catch me dead in that? If they do, <laughs> please have please have my clothes burned before. No, that's how well we got along though. It was like trying to blend in wearing that kind of an outfit. It was just like it, personally, overall. Now we're not really think he's fine. But I think what it was is when you live with somebody, you realize the little things mm-hmm. start annoying you. And so it got to where little things were annoying us. And now if I saw this, when I see this person, it's fine. It's just okay, just as like acquaintances maybe, but not as living together. It's just sometimes some people you can be friends with, but you just can't live with them and that's that's kind of what happened to me i mean there are things about my roommate that annoys me like he chews with his mouth open and i have to have earbuds in when he eats or i have to be distracted see Um, i used to chew my mouth open but this before i had jaw surgery my jaws would pop and i had trouble chewing now i don't have that problem but before you know it was like it was more of a hey i cannot chew normally because my jaws pop like my parents would eat a steak like a pork steak they would have it done i would be on the third bite because it just was that hard for me to chew stuff oh wow That's yeah so awful. like i really needed the surgery because my orthodontist was like well your insurance will cover it most of it if it is considered a medical surgery not a cosmetic and i said oh likewise i don't care i said i'm having trouble chewing my jaws pop when i eat a lot of times and it's very painful and it's very hard for me to chew and they said that if um i wouldn't have had the surgery there could have been like long-term complications as far as chewing goes mm-hmm. like it could have really been uh toward my like roof of my mouth could have like collapsed basically oh wow so it was that bad. Like, like when I started, I started first with a jaw widener and it expanded I, every day. I had to pull, I had this little tool that you have to p- hook it, hook it in just right. It's going to take like 10 minutes to do it to, to find it. Then you have to pull it down towards the front of your mouth and it would expand your jaw slowly. Well, I had a tooth in the roof of my mouth. They didn't want to pull it because they said, well, that tooth is actually supposed to be in there. It'll grow in eventually. So that's what happened is it with the jaw liner and the jaw, it spaced in. And then I had the wisdom tooth done. And let me tell you this. When you get ready for surgery like that, they had me donate a pint of blood just in case they, they wanted to be able to use my own blood. Never look at the blood. Oh, my God. I learned I'm, I'm not I'm OK with like if a nurse wants to take blood. Fine. But tell me before so I can look the other way and just talk and not look at it. Otherwise, oh, I'm going to probably faint. Well, I won't faint, but it just gives, uh, okay. it I gives, get very, I get very, like, I just feel ill. I feel like something's wrong with me. I, you know, I turn pale and it's just like, like, whenever I went in, I had to have a couple of small vials done that morning and the afternoon. I actually had the full pint done. Now, I put in some Paramore. By the time the third song started, I they already gotten the pint out. So it wasn't a big deal. And I sat around with these older people and we sat around and ate snacks. And I had a basketball game to go through that night. So we sat there for like a half hour. And they're like, just sit down for a while, eat some snacks, talk with people. So there were these older people there that were probably in their, I don't know, 70s. But we sat there and talked for like a half hour. And 
They said, are you feeling fine? I said, yeah. They said, give it like 10 more minutes. If you're still feeling fine, go ahead and leave. And so I went down. My grandparents went to a basketball game. But, yeah, I, I made the mistake of looking at the needle. I don't mind needles as long as I don't have to look at them. Right. So it was just like, it, it's just one of those things. Everybody has those pet peeves. Now, if somebody else is bleeding, you know, like, if it's not major, it doesn't bother me as much, like, in TV and stuff. But, like... I myself, it's like, nope. I mean, there are, I mean, if it's like really bad, like one time I worked at Walmart, when I was working at Walmart, I guess some lady had fallen in the sporting goods area and busted her head open. That I would have had a hard time with. But like that sort of stuff is just like gross. Like I'm not big on, I'm not the blood and guts. That's why when people say, oh, do you watch horror films? I'm like, yeah, but it's generally more ghost or like, okay, Insidious is probably my favorite horror film and i like jump scares and ghosts or stuff like the crow where it's more of a thriller so i've just never been into like i won't watch the saw films um that sort of thing so it's just a lot of that kind of stuff that i try to avoid do you have anything that kind of grosses you out um uh, does the chewing does the chewing thing is it a gross out thing or is it more of just the sound of it annoys you just the sound of it annoys me um there are things that do gross me out like if um and people love to share these videos on Facebook, and I don't know why. If somebody breaks a leg or breaks an arm... No. Yeah. Exactly. Like that... What was it? The last Olympics, the French pole vault? The, the French pole vaulter, he broke his leg, and people were sharing that video on Facebook a lot. It's like, I don't need to see that. Like, I don't know if it's an insensitivity to injuries, but, like, that sort of a thing doesn't need to be... Or I see these ones of these dogs that were beat, and they're all mutilated, and they're putting oh, it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, please stop, like... This doesn't belong on... There's a reason it's called the dark web. This doesn't need to be on my social media account. I mean, there are other things that I see that, gro that gross me out, but it's just... I'm not going to say because I don't want to get... I don't want to get um, political or anything, but certain people, I see their face and I just want to puke. But it's, that's, that's totally different. <laughs> but it's just like... Or certain people start talking and within the first 10 seconds... I feel my intelligence dropping, and I feel like I'm like, I hear this one. I hear Duh. it's like no, I don't need to hear this. I need to get off of this. And but yeah, those kind of images should not be circulating on social media. That's why they're supposed to have the button that says, you know, like hey, if you want to see this, click on this. You know, so in those cases, you just kind of scroll on. But in some cases. For some reason, it passes that. It just makes it right to the front. It's like TikTok. You know, I heard about somebody committed suicide on TikTok. One of my friends, unfortunately, saw it. Oh, my there. God. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's there needs to be more. People need to be careful because if you can watch that without it bothering you, then, OK, that's you. Don't, but not everybody else has that same ability you don't need to let everybody else be exposed to that yeah like there there there's a reason why i mean facebook for the most part does do a good job of of looking at these images or these videos and determining this is sensitive um 
but there are some that slip through the cracks. And it needs to be, it needs to just kind of like Taco Bell late and I slip through the cracks. <laughs> 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 but no, there needs to be like a more of a warning, like, hey, you know, this may be sensitive content. Proceed ahead of your own caution. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. So I definitely think. Um, but anyways, so with having roommates, you kind of learn some fun stuff that sometimes it's like really funny stuff happens. And other times it could just be like really awkward or whatever, but you feel like you don't have any of your time to yourself. Sometimes if you have your own mm-hmm. room, you get along, but like, it's like, there's always someone else there. And to me, after a while, it gets a little bit overwhelming. It's like, you uh-huh. know what? I want to be able to listen to my music without, um, anybody else complaining about it. Cause like one of my friends said, he goes, everybody loves Slipknot. I said, what do you mean? He goes, because whenever you listen to Slipknot, your neighbor also listens to it. I'm like, yeah, you have a point. <laughs> but, uh, but like this morning, the new Ariana Grande single came out today and there's a new CD coming out next week. And I'm excited for it, but I wanted to listen to it. So I didn't turn it up super loud, but I was able to sit in my apartment and play it at a reasonable level without worrying about bothering anybody. And I listened, it's called positions and it was like her in the white house. And as president, basically it was actually pretty good, but, um, you know, I probably listened to the thing three times today, but, uh, I want to be able to listen to my own music or play a game or watch a movie or whatever, you know, without worrying about bothering other people. My question is, I have not heard this, this song yet. So I'm going to probably listen to it after we're done. Um, did she return back to her pop roots or is she still in that like house, not house music, uh, trap music? Okay. So let me, let me at first start off by saying I actually owe an apology for something I had said in the previous episode of this podcast. I had said that thank you next was not a lot great. I actually went back and listened to sweet and thank you next. And what I came to the conclusion was their contrast to each other. Sweetener was she had gotten to this new relationship with Pete Davis and she was hopeful, happy to be with this person. But then thank you. Next is how she dealt with the breakup. So the song seven rings is about her going on a shopping spree to get over him. Okay. And so every, it was all about letting out all, all of the emotions that she had. So her music generally follows what's going on. Um, People have interpreted this new song in different ways. It's still poppy, but like pop music, but it feels more like the sweetener stuff. Like it kind of feels like she's gotten back to more of the positive uh, with this new song. Okay. But, def- but yeah, I just want to say that I went back and listened to that CD and there are, I hadn't heard very many songs and I went back and listened to the whole soundtrack or CD. And there were actually quite a few songs that were fun. It's just, I think when you're on the level of spotlight, she has sometimes her song is the only way she really lets her feelings out. But let me say this. She has put a lot of work in to have this many albums come out this quick. Right. Like this is her sixth album. The, the, the song came out today. The album, the full new album, Positions, comes out next week, week from today. Oh, wow. Okay. And... Like, it's already had millions of views, her song. It hasn't even been out 24 hours yet. It was like 1.8 million views last time I checked. Um, Something, speaking of music, something kind of interests me. It's interesting. I'm not going to say it's great, 
But uh, today was supposed to be the day that the new Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood song dropped. And it was supposed to be a cover of Shallow by Lady Gaga and... Oh my um, gosh. And Bradley That's Cooper. That's a great song, too. So, I've not heard it yet. Um, but I'm going to keep an open mind when I listen to it. Uh, but I just think that that right there is kind of interesting. That, I mean, let's take it back a few years. Um, Little Big Town covered um, Born This Way uh, by Lady Gaga. So okay. every time a country artist um, covers Lady Gaga, it interests me because it's total. It's a totally different vibe. Um, so I'm expecting this to sound different. Um, just because it's Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. So, like I said, I'm going to keep an open mind about it. I don't know how I feel about them covering it yet, but we'll find out, and I'll tell you next episode. Good. Well, that's the thing, is I like to keep an open mind about things, because honestly... There have been times where I heard, oh, this person is, it's like, it's like with acting too. Everyone's like, oh, you know, they were, I remember whenever they were getting ready to come out the dark night, they're like, there's no way Heath Ledger could pull off the Joker. And I'm sitting there watching and going, wow. And Anna Hathaway with Catwoman, everyone was like, she can't do it. She did pretty good with it. And now they're like, oh, Robert Pattinson can't play Batman. I'm like, well, I think he could play Batman because he's always had kind of that dark side to him. But I was more concerned about Bruce Wayne. But overall, I still felt like he was a good enough actor to play the character, dependent on the story they were going to tell, how dark it was. And from the trailer, I don't know. Have you seen the trailer for it? No, I haven't. The Batman? Okay, have you played the video game? You haven't played the video games, have you? I'm not really a gamer. Okay, well, in the video games, when you're fighting the criminals, you beat them up. Like, you hit them five or six times straight, and you brutally, like, knock them out. In the trailer, he just is punching the shit out of this guy, like, five or six times and knocks him out. Everyone else backs up because they're like, oh, Batman can fight. So they win more of the darker Batman with this film. And Robert Pattinson looks really good as far as, like, portraying the character within the trailer. And so I'm really excited to see that movie. They keep delaying all these movies though, because people aren't going out to the theaters and they don't want to release a big budget movie while people are still not going to the theaters. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't want to release a three, $400 million movie during the pandemic. I wouldn't either. That I would wouldn't want to release Avatar two right now. Yeah. It would be a waste of money. I, yeah, I, I mean, it. now a low budget indie film that you made for say five to ten million, we say that's low budget, but it is. But let's say that happened, you might make a hundred million if yeah. you're lucky. But you, but, but right now, I wouldn't be willing to take the gamble on putting a Marvel movie out or anything big like that because they just don't have the people for it. Right. Um, I know what I was going to say earlier. Um. Going back to our first conversation about um, forgiveness and friends, um, there are certain friends that you acquire that are they base. It's basically out of convenience. Um, they're okay. 
for example, um, there is there was a former friend who I uh, met at first um, at the in in St. Louis. I met him there, and I thought it was a douchebag at first, but. Uh, when I won K-Star, he sent me a friend request and asked me to sing for his band. And I said yes, but I panicked and I backed out. Um, so we decided we were going to do, we were going to become an acoustic duo. And we did that for a while. He actually co-hosted my very first podcast. He kind of oh, bullied okay. his way into that um but uh you know he quit blah 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 and when i think back on that friendship it was it was kind of a, a convenience thing like he wanted to play music and he needed somebody to sing and that was me so it was friendship by opportunity, based, by circumstance, basically, or opportunity? Pretty much. I mean, I was in his wedding. Uh, I, that wasn't planned. Um, somebody that was going to be in his wedding dropped out, so he asked me to be a part of his wedding. Um, and just stuff like that, like, that That kind of, it, it, it irks me. But at the same time, like I said, I I forgive him for it, and you know he's got me blocked. He's the one that's got me blocked on Facebook. So wow, that's crazy, right? So I found his phone number, and I texted him today. That was part of my um my forgiveness virtual tour, I guess. Right. That's what I'll call it. Yeah, that sounds badass. Um, yeah. My forgiveness virtual tour, I texted him, and the only thing I got back was, who is this? And so I let him know who I was, and I was like, look, whatever you've got against me is on you. It's not on me, because feelings not mutual. And, yeah, I'm just repeating myself. I get it, but... <laughs> Anyway, um, he hasn't responded back, so it's his loss, you know. You know, I, I've actually met friends, like, okay, this is a little bit different than your situation, but I met a friend at GameStop. We were both at a video game premiere, and we just started talking about gaming, and we started hanging out, but then I found out he was, like, very controlling, and he didn't really have a lot of friends, and the ooh. reason why was because he, like, well, what, what, what I mean by that is, okay, so I would go over there and like he lit, you know, it was he was in college, so he was living it was him, his mom, his sister, and they lived in like a small town. He invited me to come out and play video games. I'm like, yeah, sure, so we play video games. And the next time he invited me to come over and he said, What do you want to do? And I said, Well, you know, we could go to the theater maybe and see some movies or something. He goes, nah, let's just play video games. Like, okay, fine. But the next time I came over, he wanted to play video games. So every time it was just like always the same thing. And so he would ask what I wanted to do. But then if I gave a suggestion, it was always no. So it was like one of those things. And then he went, he met my great grandparents and, you know, they were married really young and they were married for over 70 years and they had 
they didn't have like anything fancy, but they had what they needed, you know, the basic stuff. And he made fun of the house because it was old, had a lot of old stuff and he made fun of them. And so I finally just ended the friendship right then because he met some other friends and he treated them very poorly. And it was, mm. was just disrespectful to everybody. And I was like, you know what? No, <laughs> right. I'm done. And another right. thing is, too, I've also decided, and you probably saw my post on Facebook, but I decided I'm no longer going to be worried about offending people. Like, I'm not going to be bluntly rude to people, but I'm also not going to just agree with someone just to prevent an art, a conversation or a debate or argument, I, you know, rather than just to keep the peace. I used to do that because I didn't want to step on any toes. I would just like, even if I disagreed, I would just say, oh, I guess, you know, that's your opinion. That's fine. That's all I would say. Now it's like, no. This is BS. I'm calling you out for it. <laughs> right. So it's just like, you know, I've gotten to where I'm more comfortable with just being me. I've always kind of, I guess, people, I, I've, I've been told by some people I'm hard to read. I mean, what happened because I always felt like I had to prove myself to other people. And now I've realized, no, I really don't. And so it's just one of those no. things where I think now that I've just gotten to where it's like, I'm going to treat you with respect. But the thing is, is that we can disagree. It doesn't mean I hate you. It just means we have different opinions on things. You don't have to take it too personally. Like if you, you tell me uh, Ariana Grande is the worst singer ever, I'm going to say I disagree. But, you know, that's fine. That's your opinion. I'm not going to cry over it or anything. But, right. but there are people who can – they're not mature enough to disagree. And if they disagree with you – Rather than tell you why they disagree or what part of it, they just want to attack you personally so they can't really just have a conversation about things. Exactly. And it's it's um, just like immaturity all around. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, I have a disclaimer to all of my friends and family that if they post something that is homophobic, incidentally, or racist, I'm going to call them out. Um, and I have no qualms doing it. And sometimes they get offended and sometimes they see my point, you know, but it's, um, you gotta be like that with your friends and family because, you know, you can't let, you can't, you know, let them, you can't let them, uh, it's not really walking all over you, but at the same time, you you can't let them disrespect you. And well, yeah. And that's like, you know, the Pope just came out and said, hey, unions are fine with anybody. So I'm like, okay, that is a lot of progress. So it's like, if people are being homophobic, there's no reason for it. If the Pope himself has come out and said, this is okay, why are you still wanting to? I mean, the Pope's not the answer to everything, but I just don't understand why people are homophobic. Like, just because you're into the same sex doesn't mean they're going to hit on every, like for in your case, you're not going to hit on every guy you meet. Right. Because attraction or you works. Might, you might, like, let's say you're attracted to a guy and you approach them and talk about it. And maybe you misread them and you find out they're straight. But if you don't continue to push it, then you're still respecting their boundaries. But I think people don't understand that. You're just, just like any other normal couple. You have certain types you like, certain types mm-hmm. you don't like, certain yep. things you look for, certain things yep. you look to stay away from. And so it's just like, why can't somebody who is gay have the same, why don't they have the same right to the same type of happiness that a straight person does? And so 
I think homophobic comments are inexcusable at this point. We, I mean, they never work. I, but we've gotten to the point where, you know, people are becoming supposed to be becoming more accepting. So I don't think any racist or homophobic comments are allowed in any sort of way. I, I don't find it funny. I think it's disrespectful and mm-hmm. hateful and it needs to just go away because there's no, there's no way to defend it. There is no way that you can defend it. I have unfriended people for posting homophobic stuff or racist stuff. And yeah. people are like, oh, well, you're you're just offended. You're just triggered. No. Um, what it does for me is it makes me think, who am I if I am associated with this person? You know, what kind of person am right. I? It's not like it would be different if they said Beauty and the Beast is the worst Disney movie. Then you're triggered because you love that movie and you're getting really upset over that. That's, that's an actual opinion. That's just, Hey, Beauty and the Beast is better than every other Disney movie. That's an opinion. That's not a fact. You can't prove or disprove that. It's just an opinion. But when you're attacking a group of people, it is inexcusable and it's not being triggered. It is called standing up for other people. That's all that is. You're standing up, for other people, who, and you, nobody should have to go through that kind of those kind of remarks. So yeah, you should call people out. I myself have realized. I mean, if you're in a room and you hear that happening, you're just as guilty if you don't do something to stand up for it or correct it. Uh huh. And that... so it's like you can't let. You know, if someone makes, put it this way: if someone makes a joke in a very offensive way and it is targeting a specific group of people, then, you know, some people may laugh because they find out the type of humor, but other people are laughing uncomfortably or they're staying silent because they're offended, but they're afraid to start an argument. You, you got to be able to say, Hey, there's a difference between, um, an opinion on something versus actually downright coming out and saying something that, that offends an entire group of people. Right. Like I would expect my friends to stand up to me and say, "Hey, you're saying something offensive that isn't funny. It's not good. It needs to be uh, shut down." Right, and I I would expect my friends to you know check me if I was being disrespectful. So you know it, it goes both ways. Now, do I slip up every now and then? Of course, we all do. But well, not to human. the point to where it's something that, you know, like, we all make jokes and sometimes maybe they're not the most appropriate or the timing. It depends, I guess, on your friends. But at the same time, you shouldn't be bashing an entire group of people. Like, there are times where, I, okay, it comes down to once again also stereotyping, you know. Just because, say, out of a thousand people, ten extremists are like this, that doesn't represent that entire group. Right. Exactly. So, like, fem- like feminists get a bad name for that, but all women that are feminists actually hate men. It's just a bad extremist that's being taken out of context. Like, I just feel like there's a difference between joking around or giving an opinion on something versus saying something that's going to offend everybody. Right. Um. But- I do want to steer this conversation away yeah, from that because we're starting to get a little political and I want to, I want to yeah, stay let's... away from that. Um, 
so anyway, uh, Man, this Lyrica really messes with my brain. Oh, I got one. I got one for you. Okay. Okay. Go to ice cream flavors. What what kind if you if you're gonna splurge and get some ice cream, what are you getting? Ooh. Um, if you would have asked me that a couple of years ago, it would be um a toss-up between uh chocolate chip cookie dough. And like Reese's or peanut butter cup ice cream, but now I can add a third, uh, a third okay. ice cream in that, which would be cookies and cream. I really yep. like that. I've always loved cookies. I tell you what's really good at Dairy Queen right now. I think it's at least the end of the month. I know it's limited time. They have the Oreo Mocha Blizzard. Oh. Wow. It is Oreo with like a mocha coffee kind of flavor mixed together, like mm. chunks and stuff. And it is one of the best things, apart from the cookie jar. The cookie jar was the one that had, I believe, chocolate chip cookie dough, Oreo, and something else, and fudge in it. Yeah, I wouldn't like that because yeah. I'm not a coffee person. Okay, I don't well, drink uh, coffee at all. cream's good. What I do is I buy vanilla ice cream and I just crush up Oreos and Butterfingers and put it in the blender. Ooh. I make my own stuff, generally. Yeah. But here's my logic. If I don't buy ice cream, I won't eat it as much because I can go through a container of ice cream in like three or four days. Yeah. So now it's like, if I want ice cream, I just try to go to the ice cream, like either Dairy Queen or the other ice cream shop here in town, because then I only have one cup of it and I might only go once every week or two. Whereas if I have it available all the time, I can get more often. So I try not to keep it stocked. <laughs> or if I do, they have that, that halo top ice cream. It's like 300 calories or less for an entire pint of it. And I think that's a great place to uh, stick a bookmark. I want to thank everybody. We want to thank everybody for listening to our show. Uh, it wouldn't We wouldn't be doing this if you weren't interested. Um, want to plug our social media, uh, facebook.com slash the Billy and that show. And that's the same handle on our anchor. We are uh, still trying to fix the Spotify problem. We do apologize for that. But um, unfortunately, we are not on Spotify right now because the link is broken. Um, Do you have any final words? Uh, I guess everybody have fun. Be safe. I know uh, this year is still a little bit different and trick-or-treating kind of places have been canceled or altered and a lot of trunk or trees just be safe and have fun with it yeah and uh i think this is our last episode before halloween it is okay so yeah have fun trick-or-treating uh make sure you wear your masks and be safe um for billy this is c-hat and we will talk to you soon.